Welcome to the new iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Like us on Facebook, tell your friends, and share us with everyone. This is an exciting new network that will feature podcasts on the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained. Now please enjoy The Darker Side of Life with Heidi Hollis. You are listening to The Darker Side of Life with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Welcome to my show. (laughs) To share a bit about myself, I've been researching and writing about everything from angels to aliens for a very long time because I'm someone who's also been there, seen that, experienced it, got over it found some answers, and now I'm hoping to help others do the same thing. I'm most known for having discovered and defined two very popular paranormal phenomena that I call shadow people and hat man. People from all over the world seek my advice on their variety of encounters, and I do my best to answer them in hopes of bringing the lesser known or the darker side of life into the light. And now I'd like to introduce you to The Darker Side of Life, with me, Heidi Hollis. If you don't know who I am, my life has been something of a mystery, even to myself. (laughs) I've seen things that range from the silly to the mysterious to the intrusive and even to the heavenly. If it were to be a movie, I would fall into so many genres that would seem unrelated But, I can assure you that all of them are. Sometimes the ties are obvious, and other times, not so much. (laughs) The paranormal has been a part of my life for as long as I can remember, to be honest. This is not just a journey, it's quite personal for me that I'm doing what it is that I do these days talking to as many people as I can in hopes of reaching out and finding the right button to push in order to wake people up to this other reality. Oftentimes, it can be confusing for people that look on from the outside wondering, how did she get involved in this type of thing? And I get it. It's uh, it's a bit different. It's not the type of thing that you go out to do unless... (laughs) It's really a part of who you are and a passion. And talking on the topics that I do, it is a passion. There's no other way to put it. I grew up in a haunted house. It started quite young for me. So I was seven years old when, unfortunately, I lost my mother. And um, soon thereafter, the house began to do things that it shouldn't be doing. And, um, you know... (laughs) It's one of those things where people are like, okay, so who passed away? Of course, this had to be related to your mother. Mm, You know, I say there is no protective love quite like a mother's love. Am I right? And when she passed, we were left vulnerable. Because what mom would try to terrorize her extremely young children? (laughs) So uh, it's been an interesting life. So it started off with ghosts, the haunting, a poltergeist, and uh, 
To give an idea of my first brave intervention, I guess you could say, with ghostly phenomena, it was the first Christmas after my mother's passing that uh, my dad, he started to move on in his life, and my soon-to-be stepmother moved in with my soon-to-be stepbrother, and she moved in some of her items, and one being an organ. Now, this, this organ was pretty cool. I mean, it's something that we weren't familiar with, my two sisters and I, so we took to it and thought it was neat and we'd seen it be operated before, but we weren't that familiar with it. So Christmas Day, me and my siblings, we dig through all of our new presents and we had all this wrapping paper all over the place and my dad and soon-to-be stepmom decided, okay, kids, play with your toys. Uh, we'll be back. We're going to go wish some other people a Merry Christmas. We didn't care. We had all these toys, right? We're, we're rather entertained. It's me, my younger sister, my older sister, and my soon-to-be stepbrother, who was about 13 at the time. Older sister, mm, about 11. And a younger one, she had to be about six years old. So we're having a blast checking out the toys when all of a sudden the organ in the living room started playing. Now, <laughs> something to know here, uh, myself and my two sisters, we loved old Western movies and they had automatic playing pianos, right? So <laughs> we were mesmerized. <laughs> we crowded around this organ like, this is so cool just like in the movies, and we go to my freckle-faced, red-headed stepbrother, and we're like, how does it do this? You know, like, we didn't see the button that makes this happen. And we look at him, and he's super pale as he says, it doesn't do that. And I remember that moment of us sitting there, frozen, just just frozen for a minute, like, it doesn't? <laughs> And then the horror and terror build up into a scream that came from all three of us at the same time. And all we could think of was, let's get into a room that is secure. And what is secure is the bathroom, because it has a lock on the door, right? So we go to the bathroom, lock ourselves in, and this organ knew how to hit every low key there was. I mean, it is going nuts. And it's straight across from us in the bathroom. (laughs) We're in there for I don't know how long. And we're just, you know, like freaked out. Like, how could this be going on right now? Who, what, when? (laughs) My older sister, she wasn't... um, she wasn't the nicest always. You know how older siblings can be, right? We're sitting in there for the longest time when my sister goes, it is too crowded in here. Somebody has got to get out. That spelled me, okay? <laughs> so next thing I know, I'm being shoved out of the door and I'm like, not me, not me, not me. <laughs> oh, the terror of an eight-year-old. Oh my gosh. So, All I could think to do was to put my back to the bathroom door of safety. And I slid my back down and I was 
bending my knees up to my chin and I just bawled my eyes out like, oh, this can't be happening. As the organ is right across from me, just going nuts. And then I don't know what came over me. I just felt like this has got to be conquered. This is too loud. This is too much. My fear runneth over. (laughs) And it became one of defiance. Go figure. Eight-year-old defiance. So I started dictating to my siblings who cowered behind the door. I'm going to get the key. I'm going to lock this thing up. So I go into my dad's bedroom, which is immediately to my left. So I go in there. I get the keys. I'm like, okay, I got the keys. I'm totally dictating. And I walk up to this organ. And the keys are just going mad, just going mad. And I pulled the cover over and boom, lock. And it stopped. I scream out to my siblings, you can come out now, you chickens. I took care of it. And I took the keys back to the bedroom. And I was so relieved. And they started to creep out of the bathroom like, you did You did it? Like, I did it. It's like, oh, you know, and they're just like starting to come out. And I'm like, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm like, woo, I can't believe I took care of that. So I felt pretty good there. When all of a sudden we heard the keys in the bedroom start clanging together lightly. And my siblings slammed the bathroom door closed again, just freaking out. So I was locked out again. Luckily, that stopped, and they start creeping back out of the bathroom again, like, ooh, what was that? I don't know. (laughs) And then a new sound started. And we could not figure out what it was. My siblings scream. They run back into the bathroom. I'm left out in the living room with mountains, and I mean mountains of wrapping paper all over the place. So (laughs) I'm like, I'm determined. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to find this. I'm like, I'm going to find what this is. I'm dictating to my siblings and I'm just throwing like all this wrapping paper all over the place. And (laughs) I come across my baby sister's new electronic guitar. And I'm like, it's her new toy. I'm going to take the batteries out. And they're like, you know, just listening, huh? Huh? And I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. And and I remember like kind of fumbling with this electronic looking guitar thing that had like flat keys, you know, just multicolored flat keys on it. And I'm like, flip it over. It took me a little bit to pry the battery case off. And I don't even know how to justify my little eight year old fear that hit me at that moment when I discovered there's no batteries in it. And I remember not being able to get those words out really clearly. And I'm just getting goosebumps right now. I've been thinking about it. But I'm repeating. It's no There's no batteries. There's no, and I, I, just, I just remember gently placing this back down on the floor. And saying that over and over, quietly, with barely any air in my lungs. There's no batteries. There's no batteries. And I put my back up against the bathroom door and I slid down and put my face back in my knees, just bawling my eyes out because it wouldn't stop. I couldn't get it to stop. And this seemed to go on forever before my dad and soon-to-be stepmom come through the door. And 
My siblings practically barreled over me, just burst out of the door, and it's just like out of the movies. And the, the organ was playing, and then the toy was playing, and, and of course everything stopped when my parents opened up the door, right? And uh, I was just overwhelmed. I mean, I, that was my first introduction to this otherworldly sense of things that I was cognizant of at the, at the time. I do have a prior memory of something else, but this one really, this one stuck with me because whatever it was, I felt like it could be partly conquered to a point. But it also left me with this sense of fear the unknown as well. And uh, soon after that, it just started a spiral of so many other things going on and going wrong in our home that we just couldn't fully comprehend. A black shadowy thing attacked my stepbrother with red glowing eyes, scratched his face up. We had loud poundings, lights coming on, things moving, things were seen, photographs of odd things. I mean, you name it, we seemed to deal with it. It wasn't easy, not in one bit, but I really think I got my sea legs as far as <laughs> the paranormal's concerned, starting with that first incident. And, you know, it's been good, it's been bad, it's been light, it's been dark, but it's always given me this sense of knowledge that what we're seeing is not the full story. There are layers to this. There are layers to get to know and understand. And I have been really fortunate in order to express myself in so many different ways where I can write it down or I've had the opportunity to be a guest on Coast to Coast AM several times with George Norrie. And uh, it's given me an interesting perspective on how to express myself in this very strange arena. And it only gets more interesting to have had the opportunity and the insight to come upon two paranormal phenomena no one had ever heard of before. I call them Shadow People and Hat Man. And I'll give you more details about what they're about, how I came across them, and we'll go from there right after the break. You're listening to The Darker Side of Life with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 
2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Hey folks, we need your music. Hey, it's producer Tom at Coast to Coast AM and every first Sunday of the month, we play music from emerging artists just like you. If you're a musician or a singer and have recorded music you'd like to submit, it's very easy. Just go to coasttocoastam.com, click the Emerging Artist banner in the carousel, follow the instructions, and we just might play your music on the air. Go now to coasttocoastam.com to send us your recording. That's coasttocoastam.com. This holiday season, give the gift of companionship. ParanormalDate.com And now, back to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network and The Darker Side of Life. Welcome back. You are listening to The Darker Side of Life with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Shadow People and Hat Man. Those were my two discoveries. I never would have thought that my life would lead me in this direction, to say the least. When I first stumbled across Shadow People, it was something that I honestly thought might have been more out there because... I saw the first one following a good friend of mine. It was nothing that was coming after me, initially. <laughs> I was staying at a friend's house when uh, I was in broad daylight walking with my friend, and I saw this thing, this black mass that jumped from one tree to a bush, to a tree, to behind a house. I'm looking, I'm getting a glimpse of this thing, and I'm like, what? What are my eyes seeing here? <laughs> I just didn't know what to think. Then once we reached our destination and went to turn back, it followed us. Now, by the time we reached the home that I was staying at, at my friend's, I was just beside myself. I didn't know what it was I was looking at. And me being a cartoonist as I am, 
first thing I did was grab a piece of paper when we got in the door, and I'm like, look, I don't know what I'm seeing here, but I just saw this thing following us. And I drew what I call the head and shoulder shadow. My friend, I'm thinking she's going to look at it and just start cracking up at me, thinking I'm crazy. She looks at it, leans in, and is like, oh, that thing. Yeah, I don't know what that is. It's been following me since I was a kid. Hey, Dad, look, it's back. <laughs> just like, what? What? I, I just, I, I don't even know how to describe that feeling. Like, it was justified, verified, and I was terrified. <laughs> so I go upstairs soon thereafter to go grab something from the second floor where I was staying. And again, it's still broad daylight. I didn't have to turn the light on or anything like that. So go upstairs. I grab what I needed to and turned around to leave the room when that thing was blocking my exit out the door. Now, when you're looking at something that is clearly over eight feet tall, hulking over you with red glowing eyes, that fear is like nothing you can describe. It was down to the soul of me that I felt like this thing wants to kill me. It was completely black and it kind of had this loose shape of a man, though I couldn't distinguish there being any legs. I could kind of see a head directly attached to some extremely large shoulders, though I couldn't see any arms or hands for that matter. All I knew (laughs) this thing wanted me dead. And I knew if I ran, it was going to get me. If I swung at this thing, it was going to get me. I immediately called upon my faith and started praying. And I closed my eyes and somehow something told me, keep your eyes closed, keep your head down, keep that prayer rolling and walk slowly and steadily through this thing. So that's what I did. And a lot of people ask me, well, what did you feel when you went through it? I'm like, (laughs) I was numb with terror. I had no feeling about it, except I needed to get out of there. And I had to get out of there smartly. So I took my steady steps and walked gently through this thing. And when I got to the other side, it gives me chills even now thinking about it. I could feel it like almost like breathing over me, trying to scare me to start running. I somehow managed to get to the top of the stairs. And when I did, my legs were just jelly by that point. (laughs) So I quite literally collapsed down those stairs and fumbled all the way down. I kind of used my arms to walk my way down on the the handrails and... (laughs) And my friend heard the thud at the bottom of the stairs and she opened up the door to see if I was okay. And and I had no air in my lungs and I could only say, 
it's upstairs. <laughs> and I remember her looking up the stairs and like grabbing me and pulling me out and closing the door. Wow. I felt that thing was not happy that I saw it and extremely disappointed that I spoke about it, that that wasn't the deal. <laughs> now, interesting enough, I thought that was the end of it. I saw this thing following my friend. It's a done deal, right? Well, I didn't know it then. And it took me years to realize, honestly, that it just manifested as something else in my life. For some reason, out of nowhere, I started having these nightmares of giant man-eating spiders. (laughs) I moved into a place with a friend. And I was getting up in the middle of the night looking for a broom, a shoe, anything I could get my hands on to try to kill this giant man-eating spider because I felt like if I got it really good, maybe it won't come back. (laughs) Not kidding. (laughs) But, uh, and sometimes I would see thousands of little tiny black spiders all over me. But usually I would wake up because I would always feel the presence of these things. I would wake up and I'd see rows of black eyes Or I would wake to one of them falling from the ceiling, hitting my bed, and walking up the bed, moving the bed sheet or blanket as it came towards my face. Yeah, this was not pleasant. Now, (laughs) again, I wasn't relating it to the black head and shoulder shadow being I just was seeing these big shadowy spider things. I'm like, why is this going on? Absolutely puzzled. Now, I was living in another state at the time, and then I relocated back to my home state of Wisconsin at the time. And uh, the nightmares continued. But again, did not relate it at all. And then one day, I had a strange encounter. Soon after I joined a UFO discussion group. Everyone in the group were alien abductees except for me. I had seen massive UFOs and I just needed to vent, you know? (laughs) But I had a group of gray alien beings come into my apartment that I lived in alone. I don't even know how to categorize that feeling because I thought someone broke into my apartment and they needed to go. So I jumped up to take care of that only to be met with small, tiny, gray alien beings. I I was floored. Long story short, I kind of picked one up and kind of rattled it and that one was not quite a gray. It was a hybrid alien being, I now know. It looked kind of like human and part of them. Really puzzling. Super puzzling. Didn't know what to think of it. Got rid of them, okay? Don't think I was abducted. No. I don't have any memory of having ever been abducted, for the record. Now, practically the next day, what am I met with? The big black head and shoulder shadow looking creature that was following my friend. I didn't know what to think. 
I get rid of these crazy looking little gray alien beings that people talk about at the meetings. And then they send this other thing my way the next day. Like, oh, we can't take care of this one. You know, let's call in the boss. I didn't know what was going on. I'm like, how is this possible? Why is that thing here? What's going on? I had black shadow looking cats. I had black masses floating around. I was through the roof and misunderstanding what was taking place. Now, when these were going on, I was having those meetings with these people who were alien abductees, and they were the only people I could really vent to and talk to about what was going on. And I would describe what was going on with me, and I just started saying shadow people because it was just easier to put it all under one definition, even though these things were shape-shifting and looking odd and doing all sorts of stuff. I just felt like this name fit all of it, whether if it was a cloud, a cat, or head and shoulder looking shadow thing. And my friends understood because I'd given the definition that made sense to them. That was it. Well, I soon moved within the same building that I was living in, moved across the hall and got a roommate. Now, (laughs) this is when things got really interesting. My roommate was super religious, Pentecostal to be exact. And I warned her, I said, look, I've got some strange things that go on. And she's like, look, got God on my side. Your demons cannot touch me. And I'm like, I didn't think that these were all these shadowy looking beings because I would get these glimpses of things that didn't quite look human, like alien, spying much like the gray beings that had come into my apartment when I lived alone. So she moved on in anyways, and that topic of anything weird was off limits, like 100% of my other friends, because it was something that would terrorize them and terrify them. So I get it. I didn't talk about it. I kept it to myself. But then that roommate that had moved in started seeing these things for herself. And I would be sitting there sketching. And she started sketching. She also being an artist. And we came up with identical matching sketches, though hers had more detail. Go figure. Now, it got even more interesting when this same friend started having these things not just come for me, but go for her. These things did not like being seen. They didn't like being sketched. They didn't like being found out. She soon experienced something that I did not personally experience. When I woke up to her screaming in the middle of the night like someone was killing her, I come running to her room, bust open her door, and I'm like, what, what? And she's cowering in a corner, making herself as small as she possibly can, And she could barely get her words out to say, the man, the man. I'm like, somebody broke in, somebody broke in. Oh, no, I'm looking all around. And no, the man disappeared when I opened the door. What? She soon drew what is now known as Hat Man. Now, at the time, I had assumed this was just another form that shadow people took. So I called him the Hat Man Shadow. Well, I was wrong. And I didn't want to come forward for a long time about what it was he was when I put his image online. 
and my emails exploded into a whole other realm of what and who he is. It's very talkative. He's not like the shadow people who may generally growl or pin a person down, make it very difficult for them to breathe or move. He could do those things as well, but he wore a suit, three-piece suit, trench coat or cape, a hat or no hat, and his hat would change even. And sometimes he could appear clean-shaven or have a goatee. If you saw his skin, you would see his eyes were black, or if he was just in the shadows, his eyes may glow red or not at all. He was solid, and he was very, very forward in saying what he was. He would call himself the devil himself. He would take his fist and punch it through people's chests and pull their soul out. He would do harmful things, horrific things. Hatman and shadow people worked together, but they were not exactly the same. Hatman ordered shadow people on what they should do. And now I'm here. And now I'm helping you get answers about what it is that you're experiencing. And I'll be reading off your emails and addressing your questions about whatever it is that you've experienced. And not just the dark side, but the light side. Because that's what's going to help you win this battle. And we'll get into that right after the break. You are listening to The Darker Side of Life with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And we'll be right back. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. 
But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. At ParanormalDate.com, you meet the most fantastic people. Hi, I'm Tom. Hi, I'm Jennifer. What brings you here? Yeah, I'm here to meet someone who understands me. How so? Well, I'm into UFOs, ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, the paranormal, that kind of stuff. But can't seem to find anyone who gets it. Oh, well, um, nice to meet you, Tom. I, I gotta go. Uh, okay. Guess that's not your cup of tea. Are you sure? Very. Good luck with that. I can't meet anyone when I'm out, and I really can't find a website for my unique interests. What is one to do? Have you thought about ParanormalDate.com? Para what dot what? Who are you? I'm a paranormal matchmaker, and it's ParanormalDate.com. It's a website for people looking for people like them. Stuff you like, remember? Interesting. Uh, I'll give it a try. Well, let's try this again. Uh, hi, I'm Tom. Hey, I'm Deb. Your profile on ParanormalDate.com looked very interesting. So you really saw a UFO? Well, yeah. It was so intense, but not as intense as meeting you. You're an alien chasing flirt, but I kind of like it. Wow, this ParanormalDate.com thing really works. Maybe ParanormalDate.com is for you. People with an interest in things they hear on George's show find their match daily. So if you're looking for that special someone... With an interest in UFOs, ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, and, of course, the paranormal. Come to the dating site inspired by George Norrie. It's always free to search, and if you decide to upgrade to our amazing new features, use promo code GEORGE for a great discount. ParanormalDate.com. You are not alone. The Art Bell Vault has classic audio waiting for you now. Go to coasttocoastam.com for details. This is George Norrie, and you're listening to the new iHeartMedia and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network, heard on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Welcome back. You are listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network with me, Heidi Hollis and the darker side of life. I'd like to also welcome you, the listener, to go to my main website, which is HeidiHollis.com and send me your comments, questions, and experiences, and I will address them here on this program. So let's begin. So with my first email that I've received here, this comes from Francisco. It says, Dear Heidi, this story was in the year 2000 when I was a small child. I was accompanied by my grandmother to buy me a pair of pants for school. So we went to a store and while we were looking for a pair, I got bored. So I went out into the street. 
This is when a man, puts in quotes, touched my shoulder, and I suddenly felt paralyzed, combined with a cold chill that just hit me. Then the man said, boy. Although everything happened so quickly, the time just seemed to go slow. I ran into the store, and when I came back, the man had already disappeared. I have never been able to forget that day. I'm not sure if it was the hat man, but that feeling that he left me with was unforgettable. Even his appearance was pretty unique. He wore a Hamburg type of hat with black clothes except for a white shirt and black tie. His face was round and his eyes were yellow and he had an imperial mustache and a smile that was similar to that of Jack Nicholson as the Joker. As an adult, I could never find that man again. Thank you for letting me share my story. Francisco. You know, Francisco, I have to tell you, that sounds very much like the hat man. And sometimes people question, is that what I experienced? It was in the daytime. Was it at nighttime? And I'm like, it doesn't matter. He could be walking down the street in broad daylight. And yeah, he changes his hat. So Hamburg type of hat that fits. And yes, he is seen with a white shirt and a black tie. And sometimes he wears a jacket or a cape. Doesn't seem to matter. And yeah, even the yellow eyes. (laughs) Those could change. But uh, that smile. Oh, that smile that you're talking about. Jack Nicholson as the Joker. You guys know what that looked like? You remember that ear-to-ear, big V-shaped smile and laughter that the Joker has in the movies? Believe it or not, that is exactly the example I give to people to try to get an understanding of how wide and abnormal Hatman's smile is. It is gross to see in person. And I tell people, when he opens his mouth, just be happy it was closed if you saw him grinning because the jagged teeth that he reveals are absolutely horrific. I equate it to Pennywise from Stephen King's It movie, okay? Every tooth sharp as if it could rip flesh. And uh, he has, unfortunately, done that to people. So, yeah, Francisco, it does sound like you met the man. I don't see you mentioning it happening again, so luckily for you, this is a one-time deal. But you know what's important for people to know about this experience? Here he is, a small kid. It's an adult now. And it still bothers him. Still, he remembers it like it was yesterday. These are not thoughts and experiences that are easily forgotten. People often dread the day they ever saw shadow people or hat man. It's as if they have a deep-seated fear that it will ever come back into their lives, as if to just haunt them. 
that always blows my mind how these come back to haunt people and, and the detail that they recall. I mean, imperial mustache. Wow. Hamburg hat. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, pretty amazing stuff. All right. So my next email that I have here to share with you all. This comes from a gentleman that says, Dear Heidi, I've had experiences with shadow men, astral projections, succubus, sleep paralysis, shapeshifters, and one time, a hat man. They all appear to happen sporadically throughout my life. They seem to even appear during a time of great sin in my life or a stronger closeness to Christ. Hmm, that's interesting. During my first marriage of life was going through huge ups and downs regarding sin. I struggled with adultery and I attempted to thwart this evil sin by trying to cast out demons. I wish I had not. <laughs> I recall stepping outside and smelling a smell of sulfur that I believe I was the only one who smelled it. I saw that as a sign that I was winning a spiritual battle against evil principalities, but I'm not sure. I think what I did was tick off these entities. Oh, no. So one night after committing adultery, the same night the hat man appeared at my door in front of a bright red background while I was still asleep. Like others have noted, just like the cover of your book, The Hat Man, it felt like my body was lying asleep and the spirit part of me was being sucked towards this dark figure. I would pray till I would wake up and escape the grips of this intense fear that his appearance would cause. Each time after, I would wake up with this. My ex-wife would ask for a divorce, which would then cause the turmoil that I now feel today with my family. To speed up the story, I had an encounter while at my father's house about a month later with a, quote, shadow man, who for the first time in many years of having experiences with shadow people, this one hurt me. This figure literally reached out and choked me. Mm. The next day, my ex-wife and I got in a situation where she lied on a police report to get me arrested. <sighs> Unluckily enough for me, the arresting police officer would corroborate with the lie by altering the testimony of a direct eyewitness. This was used in divorce court to remove my guardianship of my kids. Ugh. So I was essentially driven away from visiting my children. During this time, the kids would go to a psychiatrist to cope with their father not being in the home. My oldest, who at the time was just seven years old, spoke of a shadow man who would whisper in her ear and tell her that it would kill her family. 
I only received this information much later through written reports. I also know that my ex-wife started having shadow people encounters. I know this is a lot, but do you know of sightings getting passed down to offspring? I know the extreme fears that these entities can strike into people. It's just not fair for my children to now have to experience these horrible things. I have a ton more stories. I could send them to you later, but I'm really needing to know. Thank you. Anonymous. Wow. You know, you guys, you can send these to me anonymously, too. And if you just want your first name used or no name at all, you just let me know. But wow, what a story. Uh, you know, I have to tell you, there is this element of uh, passing down through the generations where whole families have reached out to me to say, wow, me too, me too, me too. Why is this happening? What is going on here? And when you hear this person's story and they talk about succubus, sleep paralysis, shapeshifters, and hat man, I don't know what the shadow men, what that may be, if that's like what I consider to be the head and shoulder shadow or what, but they're all related, believe it or not succubus, sleep paralysis, the shadow people, the hat man, they like to keep you pinned down and not able to move and given off this horrific feeling. And speaking of the terror, and to think that such a young child would have to experience this and for this dad to feel responsible. I've had people tell me over the years, you know, sins of the father... Of course, this gets passed down to your kids, like rightfully so, or unfortunately so. And uh, I beg to differ on that. These things tend to dwell in areas, as well as go after certain people. So, just like myself, I happen to see one of these things on my friend. Next thing I know, didn't take any time. It was on me. So, did one of the children happened to see what you were experiencing? Did it just go by the room and one of the kids reacted or all of them reacted or your wife reacted? And like I say, shadow people really don't like to be seen. Hatman's a different story. But shadow people, if they see that you see, they may come right at you. And it may be really, really abrupt in your face. So to say it's your fault directly, probably indirectly, if that was the situation. But there is this element of people who have experienced aliens. Yes, I said aliens. <laughs> Those get passed down the line of the family. And so do shadow people at times because they're attached and interconnected with the alien phenomenon. It's a long story, but they are. <laughs> so if it goes that way, yeah, yeah, it can be connected in that direction as well. But what is it? What's the element? A lot of people want to make a thick read of things to find out all the elements that may lead and connect, you know, the who, what, when, and why. 
you know, it may be a puzzle that you'll never, ever get to solve. So I tell people what's important is today, right now. You deal with it as it has appeared to you. And that is a matter of putting your ethereal foot up the backside of this darkness to send it on its way. But unfortunately, you're in this situation where you've got the separation between you and your children. And and here's your ex-wife also experiencing this. So there's like this oppression going on. And if they're not seeking some enlightenment to sprinkle some light on the topic in order to push it out, then they've got a problem. But whatever tie, whatever button got pushed to get this attachment going on, it can be undone. It is not the end all. And a lot of people sadly feel because they've experienced something for such a long time that this is it. There is nothing else that they can do about it. But there is. There is. And uh, I encourage you to find a way to reach out to your kids somehow. If it's possible, if like ever in the future, there's a method that's going to be presented to you to get that opportunity to shed some light that this can be ended and it can be ended for you. It starts with you. And I tell people, these dark things do really like to come when your guard is down or when you're uh, doing bad things. You called it sin, um, static negativity, any kind of buildup in your life that's going on. That is something that uh, they feed upon. So you need to clear that out and bless your space. And I'll tell you a little bit more about that after the break. You are listening to The Darker Side of Life with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring an unforgettable performance by grammy and academy award-winning singer songwriter and composer john batiste The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Okay, quick math. 
The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Every eight minutes, the American Red Cross brings help and hope to people in need. Thanks to the support of everyday heroes like you, the Red Cross is able to respond to disasters big and small, support military families, help ensure that blood is available when needed, and teach life-saving skills like CPR and first aid. Be a hero. Donate today. Visit redcross.org or call 1-800-RED-CROSS. This holiday season, give the gift of radio. Go to coasttocoastam.com and sign up someone to be a Coast Insider. That's coasttocoastam.com. And now back to Heidi Hollis and the darker side of life. Welcome back. You are listening to The Darker Side of Life with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And to finish up with the email that I was addressing just prior to the break, when I say to bless your space, to protect yourself, that is what I mean. Because these things do like to come when you're down, when you're sad, or when you're asleep. So how better to protect yourself than to put up a guard? So whatever your faith is, go corner to corner in your living space and take care of that and bless it. Now, getting to my next email. This one is a fascinating one. It says, Dear Heidi, I saw Hat Man when I was younger in a reflection in a window at night. He was coming down the stairs into the living room. Around the same time, I also saw gray aliens in my nightmare forward slash dream. And I couldn't scream. Hmm. I've also seen a white mist move around inside the house at the same time. Ethereal voices being heard answering for me as if it was me calling out. And I admit... I was interested in Satanism in my late teens. <laughs> and I believe I have seen Lucifer for at least a split second, looking at me while wearing a white robe. He had folded wings that almost looked angelic. And it was outside my home. 
with sun glare all around him. Then once, when I was on a holiday in Mexico with my family, we were sharing a room with my niece, and she said she saw a figure standing at the end of my bed, not moving, and it was on the same day as the Day of the Dead Festival. My most recent experience was visiting this white heavenly realm with angelic beings. I could fly and felt protected and I didn't want to leave. They even opened a circle and I could see city lights from high above right over the earth. That's when they sent me back and I woke up with a very deep breath and I felt really sad because... I didn't want to leave. This actually might have been a near-death experience from severe sleep apnea. I feel like these experiences may be related. Have you heard of similar situations? Thank you so much. This is anonymous. Wow, you know, a lot of people, I don't know if they always realize that these things are indeed related, but good on this person to figure it out. Yeah, I think all of these things are related. I feel that um, deeply, and not just because it's something I've personally come to the understanding with because of my own experiences, but because of the many hundreds and thousands of emails I've received over the years that have also shown that interlacing of experiences. Sometimes, yeah, they're kind of back to back. These something comes in the door and as it's leaving, something else is coming in. But sometimes these are years apart and always is amazing to me when people can put two and two together to figure it out. Like, wow, this is uh, this is of the same thing. <laughs> so I'm really impressed. But uh, I'll tell you, when it comes to those who have witnessed what you're saying here is the Hatman and Alien connection. Majorly, I have had people contact me who have seen gray alien beings right next to Hatman and other phenomena right next to him, as if he's kind of the epitome of these things going on, or he directs what's going on. So, Shadow people, they're also connected to Hatman, almost like a minion of a sort working for him. So when I have received some of these wild encounters describing Hatman next to an alien being, it's interesting how sometimes the Hatman looks even more alien at the time. So is it? him mimicking or mocking what the alien beings look like? Or does he generally have that kind of look? Because in all honesty, there's different variations of what he appears as. Things have changed over the years, in fact, because there used to be a pretty general consensus of what Hatman looked like if he stepped out of the shadows. He generally did have a rather pointy chin, his eyes were really distinctive and solid black, much like an alien being. 
but they could also be red if he was in the shadows. So when people have come forward to say these different variations of him that, oh gosh, you know, he's, he kind of looked like this or his hair looked a little curly or something had changed. The phenomenon is starting to shift. It is changing. And as it changes, I'm keeping apprised of it because of people like this person writing to me about what it is they're experiencing. And those who are getting really close to Hatman, let's put it that way, people who are really getting close to him and are taking note of some of the things he's saying, his changing of his attitude, the changing of his clothes, the way he takes people and pulls them into other realities, it's all kind of shifting around. So, yeah, there's a lot that's connected to Hatman, including ghosts, including aliens, the old hag, shadow people, and... Uh, I always say, what connects them? Well, darkness is darkness, right? I don't know much honor among thieves, but there does seem to be one that's more in charge, and that is the hat man. So I am finding that indeed there is an agenda that they share. There is a motivation, and they do similar things. When you think about it, think about alien beings. What do they do? They cause paralysis, do they not? They kind of make you feel helpless. And a lot of people who have been abducted, they'll talk about being shown these different types of uh, nightmares. And when they open their eyes, they see it's a gray alien being with this weird pointy like wand touching their forehead, giving them these nightmares. So why is that? Why is that? And then the old hag pinning people down, incubus succubus. It's just so many elements that go into these phenomena. And they're similar. They're really similar. If you really look into it and you really think about it, and, and it gets people to uh, have a similar reaction. It's all about fear. And it's all about them feeding off the fear. The alien beings, what are they doing? They're, they're giving you these scenarios of somebody's child getting killed and, and, and what takes place during that. And, and you're just like, you're horrified. Oh my gosh, this happened to my child. And, and you're pouring out all of this, this horrific grief. And then as it subsides, you wake up from the dream and you see there's an alien being there. I've had people write me who have had shadow people pinning them down and, and they're just freaking out to the furthest extent of what they can freak out at. And then when they feel like they are just going to die and they give up, guess what? It lets them go. Like it's fed as far as it can feed and then it just lets them go. Hatman, he does something similar. He will pull a person their soul from their body, laughing about it at their panic. Like, did you just do that? Did you just do that? How do you have permission to do this to me? And he's laughing and he threatens. And he threatens to a level that gets a person to feel like this is like the worst case scenario right here. What could be so awful in me to have this thing come into my life, doing this to me right now? And right when they give up, he lets them go to feed another day, to terrorize them another day, to amp up 
his attacks. And that's what all of these things seem to do when you think about it, right? And, and what is it? What is it with the ghostly phenomenon? Some people can feel paralyzed with those things too. But if you think about it, every haunting has a shadow people behind it. Every haunting has a shadow people behind it. Just think about that. Any show that you've ever seen, and they'll call it by that name too, by the way. They'll call it shadow people. And that comes from my research and writings and books and lectures all on these topics. They are behind holding these various ghosts, spirits within a location. Mind-blowing. So yeah, it's all related. And it's very similar. So how do we get past this? Well, that's what this show is all about. We need to start sharing with each other and telling each other what's going on in our homes. Because just like this prior email here, where the dad was experiencing these horrific things, and then he gets separated from his kids and his ex-wife, and they're experiencing it. And, and he wishes that he could reach out like, you know, he feels guilty. Is this me? What do I do? So he reaches out to me and he's looking for answers. How does he get these answers to his very young children and his ex-wife to try to get rid of this darkness? We have to start talking about this stuff as it's happening. Because as we hold off, these things build up and they stretch out and they get and they infest other people's lives. Whether in our families, our co-workers, or people that just bump into them the way that I did. They're very much parasitic in the way that they go about this. They, they're, they're, there's a contagion element to it as well. I have had friends, family, <laughs> doesn't seem to matter, uh, unfortunately, get these things going after them. Because if they're afraid to come talk to me because, oh my gosh, Heidi might get something on me, it isolates me, it oppresses me, depresses, and then possesses. It breaks people down, it breaks families down, this is the process, and it feeds on all of that. Why? <laughs> Why not? This is what it's after. Power. Control. It's building an army. And it's placing its bets that we do not figure it out. But I've got the download on them, and I'm willing to share. So you guys are definitely welcome to share anything and everything out of the ordinary with me and we will put it out there and we will address it and get down to it because knowledge gives us power, right? And that is what this show is about. We are going to give the power back to the people individually. Strengthen your faith, put some light in your life, Speak positivity into your life, and that will get you out of the darker side of life. That is the goal. I'm telling you, it can be done no matter what it seems, no matter how long you've been experiencing what it is that you've been experiencing. There is always, always a way out. And I can guarantee and promise you that there is always help at every level of what's going on in your life with these darker things, okay? Reach out to me. Go to my main website, HeidiHollis.com, H-E-I-D-I-H-O-L-L-I-S.com. 
And please join me next time where a couple tells of their ongoing poltergeist activity where notes and symbols are scribbled on paper as Hat Man shows up in their lives wreaking havoc. And just as they share their experiences, I welcome all of you to share your experiences as well. And the longer your email, the better, because the more details we get, the better we can all understand and relate to what's going on. This can be done, people. I'm not giving up, so you don't give up. All right, so you've been listening to The Darker Side of Life with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Well, if you like this episode of The Darker Side of Life, wait till you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. 